Hey, Shanna, did you know that you can purchase audiobooks directly from your local bookstore? Yes. With Libro FM, you'll get the same audiobooks at the same price as the largest audiobook company out there. You know the name. But with Libro FM, you get to search up your local indie bookstore and support them instead. And if you're new to audiobooks, they're the perfect way to squeeze more reading into your busy life. I constantly have a book in my ear because cleaning the house or exercising is so much more fun while reading. Sign up for Libro.fm and use the code GOODBOOKS to get two books instead of one for the price of your first month's membership. Good books. Good books. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Best Book Club podcast. I'm Shanna. I'm Jen. <laughs> And this is the very first installment of what we're reading and other stuff. We're going to work on the name. This is uh, still rough. If you have any better name ideas, please let us know. We just decided to do this last night. <laughs> yes. So here's the thing. You guys, if you listen to us, have noticed that we've gone to bi-weekly and, you know, we're not really happy with that. We would like to be a weekly podcast for you and your ears. And so we thought we would take what we normally do at the beginning, where we talk about, you know, what we're reading and what we're enjoying. And instead of feeling like we have to cut ourselves short, we will do them in separate episodes like this that will be shorter. But, you know, we can just blather on about whatever books we're enjoying and not feel pressed for time. Yeah, or just whatever we want to talk to you guys about. That's true. So our plan is that we're going to be coming to you every other week with a mini episode. Yeah, to chat with you guys about all of the things we love. So mostly books. <laughs> yes, but other stuff too. Jen, what are you reading? I am reading A Head Full of Ghosts by Paul Tremblay. It's Tremblay. Tremblay? Yes. Okay. I I only know that because I listen to a podcast where they're friends with him. Oh, cool. Yeah. I grew up with some tromblays spelt the same. So, ah, Well, maybe it is tromblay and they just, they're not that good of friends. Maybe. <laughs> we all know your name problem. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe he just never told them. Honestly, that could <laughs> be it. Um, but it's going actually pretty good so far. I'm almost halfway and I literally just started it this morning. So it's about um, a family. There's two daughters. One is, I think, eight. The other is, I don't know, teenager, 15 or something. And the 15-year-old starts displaying symptoms of schizophrenia. But the dad is Catholic, ends up going to his church. And as far as I can tell from the synopsis, there's some kind of botched exorcism that's coming up. So they can't see me nodding, but I am nodding because I have actually read this one before. Yeah. And you haven't said a single word to me about it. Um, I probably did like a year ago. <laughs> you did. You said I read it. And I think that might have been it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's like, it's it is creepy and i've heard some reviews where people have said it's just like bad the exorcist fan fiction but i mean they reference the exorcist quite a lot in the book and i think it really works i don't know i'm really liking it i love horror movies too and they talk a lot about horror movies so so do they have the film crew there already they've just arrived okay so this is where i feel the book got better i really enjoy like 
a story inside a story. And when they have the film crew come in, it is kind of told from the perspective of like you're watching a reality television series, but also from like the reality star side. So it's got like some extra-ness to it. Mm -hmm. And I do like that he kind of rides that line between is it a possession? Is it not a possession? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, one of my friend's sisters has schizophrenia. And some of the things that she's told me lines up. But also, some of the things in this book so far are pretty dang creepy. Yes. And then you add the religious aspect to the story. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, all of the mental health portions of it go out the window because religion. Yeah. Which is a thing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. You simply cannot exercise uh, mental health problems. You have to, I guess you could go to a therapist and get some medication, but that's the kind of exorcism that I think <laughs> yeah. works. That's the effective one. Yes. <laughs> you can throw as much holy water as, at me as you want. It's not going to do anything. No. Just make you very wet. <laughs> yes. And it burns a little, but it's yeah. okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, it's going pretty well so far, so I'm excited to finish that. Recommending it so far. What about you? What are you reading? I also started a book this morning, and I'm halfway through. <laughs> we are killing it. Absolutely. I started Verity, which you specifically told me not to read. <laughs> yes, I did. Because I heard that there is a very bad kid death scene. I believe it. Because I know you're going to read it, and we're going to try and keep these spoiler-free. Like, we want to recommend books, not spoil them in these. Yes. But you do find out very, very early on about a child death. So you do know that down the line, you're going to find out how this child died. And also, literally, the first part of the book is a guy's head popping underneath a wheel of a vehicle. And her being, like, splattered in blood. So it really opens the book up with the gore. So you, you're you set. You kind of know what you're going into from there. Yeah, and I feel bad a bit. But when you say that, I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Honestly, <laughs> I after I it. heard that, I was like, yeah, Jen's going to like this one. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I don't know what I was expecting because I literally know nothing about that book except for the child death. And that everyone is actually losing their minds about it 100% of the time, all over social media everywhere. I can see why. I'm liking it so far. And I think being braced for the child death coming will make it not easier, exactly. Because, like, there's a scene that has happened so far. And maybe it's not going to be as shocking to everybody or as horrifying. But when you read it, knowing my personal sensitivities, you are going to know exactly <laughs> which one it is. Can't wait. So what the story is about is it is a writer who has a very, very famous series, gets into an accident, or for whatever reason cannot finish her series, and another author is asked to finish the books. So she goes to the very famous author's home to be in her study and like find all the information she needs to write these final three novels. But while she's in the office, she finds kind of like a autobiography. And so she's learning more and more about this author and her past and her life. And it switches between the autobiography and the current author and what's going on. So we have two points of view. And yeah, it's been good so far. Okay, I did 
apparently know all that. Did you read the synopsis? <laughs> no, I just read people's comments on Facebook. <laughs> ah. But that sounds boring. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I believe you, but that, that that not that you're just your particular description sounds boring, but that's like what it's about. And that's what I've read elsewhere. And I'm like, ah, uh, another time. Oh, see, I read it and I was like, ooh, that sounds great. But <laughs> I also love boring stuff. So this is true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm still going to read it. I'm excited. Yes. I can't wait for you to read it because then I won't have to not say anything. That's the thing with horror is you can't really say anything because you don't want to give away all of the good parts. Yeah, all the horrifying parts. That's that's the best part. That's the entire point of reading them. Yes. So, um, what else do we have to talk about? What else have we read lately? I read Nine Perfect Strangers, which was kind of unremarkable. Oh, how about um, Good Morning Monster? Yes. So we have posted a little mini review on our Instagram about this one, but... We had this book recommendation from someone else in other book club, and it was amazing. So good. So it was a Good Morning Monster by... Christine Gildner. Yeah. Is that right? Gildner? I just feel like Christine isn't right. Is that right? I think it's Catherine. Is it Catherine? I think it is Catherine, yes. (laughs) I like to get most names like 75% right. So (laughs) Catherine Gildner. Should I go back and say it again? Catherine Gildner. (laughs) (laughs) You can piece that all together, right? I'll figure it out. (laughs) Uh, So this book was a narrative nonfiction account of five of her, she's a psychotherapist, five of her most, I don't even know how to describe them well. Her most kind of intense or like formative patients. Yeah, who had the most amazing recoveries from their traumas Ugh. yes each story was an absolute horror show i don't love when bad things happen to kids and of course for all of these people it's traumatic childhoods that she's working through because i think that's why a lot of people go to therapy mm-hmm. and they were just so intense that i was surprised i handled listening to them so well but it was so, I don't know, intoxicating. Like, you couldn't stop listening to it. You had to find out that they were going to be okay. And once I figured out the pattern that everybody was going to have a hopeful and good ending, it made it easier to, to listen to each story if I knew that they were going to come out of it okay at the end. Yeah, everyone recovers, and it's incredible. Because, yeah, each story is, oh, my gosh. You, you just think that they can't get any worse, and then they do. It just gets worse, these poor children's lives. But it was incredible. It was really well written. If you're not familiar with narrative nonfiction, it kind of interweaves a story in a nonfiction way. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Instead of being the nonfiction textbook style, where it's just spitting facts at you, it takes the nonfiction story and tells it as a story. So it kind of reads like fiction, except... They're true accounts. Yeah. And if you're 
trying to get into more nonfiction, it's a great place to start. I'm really, really enjoying finding out about this narrative nonfiction genre that I had no idea even existed. Yeah, it's been great. And it lends itself super, super well to audio. I personally, when I started audio listening, I listened to all of my nonfiction that way. Because reading nonfiction just put me to sleep because it felt like a textbook. Same. But I think actually this one would be good as a physical book as well. I think it would read just as awesome. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah. So if you, I had never heard of this one before, but pick it up if it sounds interesting to you because it was great. Yeah. And she's a Canadian author, which is a fun fact. And yeah, we both gave this book five stars. Easy. Yep. Absolutely. I was not expecting to, but there we go. Uh, yeah. Anything? I think that's pretty much all I've read recently. I, I know I've only read like three books in the last couple days. It's <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on a weird, now that it's getting into thriller season, I love thrillers on audio so I can just devour them. Yeah. Plus, our houses are just so clean. <laughs> <laughs> so I cleaned the heck out of my house listening to Good Morning Monster because you can't be sitting still and listening to all of that horrible stuff happening. You've got to be moving. So like I shampooed my carpets. I was doing so much stuff. And I have been here. Here's my impression of me for the last two days. Oh my God, my house is so clean. You won't believe how clean my house is. Like you've never seen a house this clean. Yeah, no, there's macaroni on the floor. <laughs> there are train tracks everywhere. I will never forgive my husband for buying that train set. <sighs> it's not good. Well, your house is clean while you're reading and then the kids are coming behind you. Just tearing Destroy it apart. Destroy it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's awful. I got home the other night and one of the kids, I'm going to assume my daughter Cambria, because she's one and a half, took a bag of diapers and just threw them around like confetti. <laughs> and so there are diapers everywhere. It's, And I haven't even cleaned them up. I just like when I need a diaper, I look down and I grab one. They're <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're going to use them up eventually, but like probably pretty quick. So. Oh my gosh. With a three month old, they're almost <laughs> gone. Yeah. And <laughs> Um, yeah, have I been reading anything else lately? Ooh, I saw you got your Whispering Door. Yeah, that is one thing I wanted to mention if you guys happen to just miss it. Uh, TJ Clune's new book, Under the Whispering Door, was just released on September 21st. So if you are a fan, even if you're not a fan, you should be. <laughs> so go and pick up one of those because we are going to be reading it and we're just going to want to tell you about it. So you may as well just read it. Pretty much definitely, yes. Ooh, but yeah, mine isn't here yet, but it will be here soon. I got an email that is on the way, and everybody's getting theirs before me, and I am getting jealous. Yeah, that's the problem with having it delivered to your house. I feel like when I used to pre-order books, they would just show up on my doorstep the day they're released. And that doesn't happen anymore. It does not does not happen even close not anymore. Not even close. So, and you used to get a discount. You pre-order discount. Now you pay full price and get it five days later than everybody else. <laughs> What's the point? Right? Unless you're ordering from your local indie, which I know you are a saint and do. Yeah, I guess I did do that. But I still got it a day late. Oh, well, that's it. Close shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like I'm just going to – I just get excited and want to pre-order books. 
Well, I know it's good for the authors as well. Yeah, it is good for them. Less good for me, though. I like I could just go to the store and just buy it on That's the true. day. Yeah. And then just have it right then. See, because I always order mine through Indigo because, one, I used to work there. And so I've got, like, a weird internal loyalty problem. <laughs> <laughs> and, two, I am, like, a Plum Plus member. Yes, I paid for an extra membership. I buy that many books. It does pay <laughs> itself off for me. But I get extra points when I pre-order. So uh, yes, yes. By pre-ordering, I get an extra five hundred points, and then I get like ten, twenty, fifty dollars off faster. And that's why I keep doing it. I say ten days late. You know what? I'm not going to read it for another twenty days. So who cares? <laughs> or two years? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Yeah, not going to lie. I've got quite a few pre-orders uncracked on my shelf. Yeah, I believe it. So yeah, that's everything I guess we're reading right now. Ooh, do you want to uh, tell them what we're going to be doing next week? I do. So there is a short story that I read. Um, it's You've probably never heard of it. Um, I'm just kidding. It's a classic. It's very, very popular. It's called The Yellow Wallpaper by – who is it by? It's very hard to say because I think it's – like no, I'm going to butcher it. No, I think it's easy to say. I think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> The Yellow Wallpaper by Charlotte Perkins Gilman. Whew, what a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I knew that was it, but Damn. I just wanted you to <laughs> I just wanted you to find it out that way. <laughs> well, you know what? Fine. It's fine. <laughs> I am going to be reading the entire story for you guys. I am gonna sit down in a quiet room and I am going to read the entire short story because it is in the public domain, so I'm allowed to do that. Nobody can sue me about it. And then later that week, we are going to do a discussion about it. So you don't even have to worry about reading it yourself. If you nope. like my voice, I'll do it for you. And then you get, yeah, a nice special two-parter that week. So not only are we going back to weekly, we've got bonus features. We're making up for lost time, baby. Yeah. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> Yeah, so we're super excited for that. It's going to be so much fun. Yes, definitely. But yeah, that's the end. That's it. Of the very first installment of what we're reading and other stuff. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> listening, and we will see you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.